Welcome back to We Are Live, live from Midcoast <laughs> Studio in Grand Center. I don't respond well to things changing on the fly. What is happening? Are you out in the street, Travis? I am out in the streets of Brooklyn, boys and girls. Well, actually, I'm in the courtyard of my undisclosed location. But I am, uh, yeah, outside enjoying this beautiful weather. Again, this is how I get focused, ready for my big meeting. Um, uh, as, as Gardner pointed out a little bit early on about um, being in the pocket of the house of mouse, um, I think he should apologize. I think Gardner should take that back. I think um, I think he insulted my creativity, my artistry. Um, and I'm not one to be attached to one group or a corporation. So, no, I do not have an agenda, Gardner. I'm sorry. Um, was I wrong? That's beside the point. <laughs> well, here's what I'll do. I'll apologize for making you feel bad. I'm Aww. sorry I made you feel bad. Because that's kind of a compromise apology. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm wrong, but I'm sorry for the way I made you feel, if that, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So, because so I do care about your emotions, hmm. um, but I still think I'm right. So I I can't apologize for that, but I can't apologize for how I made someone feel. So I will. I am sorry for that. I do apologize. I accept your apology. Thank also, you. thank you guys for firing Tommy. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> Tommy is not fired. You don't fire an intern. Uh, he will be uh, shifting to more production stuff. He's going to be helping behind the oh, scenes. Oh, Tommy's more. not shifting to shit. Stop. He's not shifting to anything. Nah, he really is. He's going to he just pick up more coffee. He's going to send out some more letters in the mail to potential prospects. But oh. Tommy's not doing shit. He is. He's very helpful with production with Gardner. So he's going to he he's going to work. He's on up that. with Gardner. Does he like get Gardner his barrette and ponytail? Hair clippings and yeah, he runs his big, around his. Actually, it's the only way Gardner can can relax in the mornings with if Tommy gives him a tim, a temple touch. I lost my hair tie mm. over the weekend, so I actually had to stop by Walgreens on the scooter on the way down to work this morning and buy some more hair ties and get a coffee. Mm. So I uh, did actually have to make a stop. To, what's uh, what's the update on uh, the personal scooter purchase? Who gonna make that happen? I am. Here's my concern right now. My concern is security of not, the scooter. Not the fact that you'd just be a scooter owner? No, It'd not at all. Of, yeah, okay, I don't care. Got it. Okay. Uh, I would quite enjoy that, actually. And it, it, I think in the long run, it would save me money, too, in terms of what I'm spending on scooter rentals. Because, like, I, I took one yesterday, and I spent a good deal of money because I, I went over to Forest Park because I saw that they're breaking ground today on... 17 acres of a nature playscape for kids. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I wanted to go see where that exactly was, so I had a better idea, kind of selfishly. I wanted to know, like, hey, what roads are going to be closed? Where is this going to be? How is this going to impact some traffic stuff, too? So I kind of wanted to see. And they're doing it in an area that makes sense to do it. A, a few, a few pavilions are going to be gone. And there was actually, while I was over there, Travis, there was a family reunion going on. Of course. In the park. A um, couple hundred people, actually. 
uh, in the area that they're going to kind of redo. But it's it's you know it looked like it's going to be a pretty good deal. But but the seventeen acres is a massive amount yeah. of place for kids. I saw that this morning in the post dispatch, and it's uh, basically where the the parents and kids will get dirty, and they'll have an opportunity to make their own. It's not going to be your traditional playground. Uh, so right. it's going to be more, yeah, nature involved. And I, I mean, you've said it before, Gardner, and I think it's no surprise at this point, but Forest Park truly is the gem of that city. Yeah. And I'm happy that they are double and tripling down on their investments to expand Forest Park and, and make it as amazing as it already is. Whatever whatever happened to that live-action zoo thing they were going to make where you could go, go watch the animals eat the other animals? Are they doing that in North County still? That's, That's, uh, that, that was a rumor. That wasn't a, they were, he was just try, Chris just trying to stir up some nonsense. It wasn't nobody trying to hey, have no want, damn live zoo in North cheetahs, County, St. Louis. You want the cheetahs to truly be happy? Um, Let them chase a goat. Well, there you go. That, that plan, I don't know if it's that particular plan. Uh, <laughs> get, well, then you charge extra. You charge extra. Maybe you've got it. Maybe Chris you've got is a, trying to make a Jurassic Park in North County maybe here. Yeah. Maybe you've got. Maybe you've got a troublesome cow that's uh, messing up the herd. And it, you know what? I've had enough of this cow, and you might get a little bit of pleasure. Uh, this might play a, in Farmington, okay? Right. Seeing an African lion dismantle it. There, I think people draw. People want to draw. There, yeah, I don't. You want to make think, a real I think attraction? It was that video. Hire me. I'll make it. I'll make it well, cool by sundown. Well, remember the video in China where they did that at a zoo, and everyone yeah. across the globe absolutely went bonkers. Like, even if it's like in a place like China where they have way more lax laws than we do here in the United States, even when they go, whoa, 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 buddy, we kind of maybe have gone too listen, far. You know, that's listen, never going to fly here. Yeah. Listen, here's the here's the thing. If if you if the deer that you let into the enclosure is a little too fast, maybe you maybe you uh, maybe you kick it in the ribs before it goes out there. You oh, ever okay. see that movie Gladiator? Remember how he got? Uh, remember how he got him ready to fight him? Yes. And then he, they just bandaged him up. You could do that with yeah, the, with the prey. Yeah. Let's go back two thousand years. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what we're looking to do. And then the ultimate. You this, offer he's not going to segue into a Dr. Ed segment here, is he? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> then if your pet accidentally, terrible, if your pet accidentally makes it in there, you can take him in for injury repair to Hillside Animal Hospital right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, no. Bringing you Dr. Ed's oh. Dogs on Film once a week, no, every week. And, and you mentioned calling it Jim. I like calling it the crown jewel of St. Louis. But there's the crown jewel of Midtown two blocks from us. That's Midtown, though. Well, you true. can't have more than one crown jewel you in the city. Yes, no. you can. Well, no, it's the you jewel. You want to keep segmenting? But it's not the crown jewel of Midtown. It's the jewel of Midtown. So I'm creating that space there to say this is the crown jewel of the entire city, of the region. Our friend Chris Davis used the phrase the crown jewel in a tweet yesterday as he was covering this story. Now, what about Travis's cousin, Crown Jewel? Like, how would, how would they feel that you're taking their name? And appropriating. And how many people think Jewel is actually like J-U-U-L now these right. days? And also, Stop. who will save your soul? You know? Well, now I'm thinking of Jewel song. There it is. Uh, no, but it, it looks, it's in an area that they can definitely develop. Yeah. Uh, when I went over there and looked around it. 
Again, this stuff, a, it's this not stuff is funny to somebody who grew up with that being half of their backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you're paying what for who? <laughs> you're Look. not even going to put a slide on it? Yeah. <laughs> go kick, go kick the, the sticks out there, kids. We just spent $10 million revamping this field. Welcome to St. Louis. Yeah, well, Forest Park Forever has a lot of money. That's obvious. Because they're able well, to. that was the next thing I was going to say. Yeah, I, I, I will say that even with their fundraisers, even with uh, some of the, the tax amendments over the last couple of seasons, uh, I, it, it's at least good to see that, you know, they said they were going to do X with the tax dollars that they raised it. And now you can actually see them doing it. Like if well, it's one yeah. thing that St. Louis is consistent with when it comes to spending money correctly, it's with that part. Well, and, and, and I'll say this, like a lot. Everything you're seeing down there, though, is the mo- most of it, and maybe all of it, is through fundraising efforts, though. Like, this isn't e- right. even necessarily tax money being spent. This is Forest Park Forever. Now, they have what they have taken a hold of, and especially if you go to Central Fields now, you'll notice it says Emerson Central Fields. So they've taken sponsorships right. within the park now. and It was bound to happen. But, you know, companies are sponsoring areas to get their name on stuff, and that makes sense and well it it helps the park so i mean for sure what am i gonna as long yeah as long as you're still able to keep things like the zoo and the concerts and like i'm fine with with the sponsorships as long as you know it it drives costs down and yeah if if it means keeping the zoo beautiful and amazing looking and free and the outdoor concerts free then i'm game i'm game for that i'm as long as you're not passing on those costs to people who have already paid the taxes. Uh, and and I, that's that's the one area of St. Louis that I think, and, and even tax money-wise, that I would be really willing to s- spend money on. Because, look, it's more to me, it's more significant than any sports franchise we have in town. It's more important than the Cardinals. It's more important than the Blues. It's more important than any of that. I mean, Forest Park is that important to this city, it's my personal belief. If you're asking me, hey, you have to get rid of Forest Park or the Cardinals have to leave, buy Cardinals. I mean, it, that's how it is for me. And that's what I believe about that park and the importance of it, especially in an urban setting. Like, to, like to have something like that. One thing I, one, and one thing I would like to see them do that I've seen done here in New York is getting a city ID. So if you're a city resident, like obviously you incur x amount on taxes to pay for things like the zoo like the muni like forest park etc i would love to be able to see those people be able to go to those places and not have to incur any additional costs so even if you go to a place like the zoo which is already free if you're a city resident and you have a city id then you can get extensive discounts on food uh beverages you know you get certain perks so, right. you know, like there are always going to be people who come in from the county that are going to take advantage of the free parts of Forest Park and the zoo, et cetera. Then, you know, to incentivize people who actually live in the city, give them a city ID where they can take advantage of maybe discounts on transportation, discount at Cardinal Games, discount, at, you know, since they already occur a lot of the costs. And then maybe that can answer some of the big questions people have about you know, merging the county and the city. Well, and and that's why I don't know the particular financials of it, but I know that so much is done through fundraising. I don't know how much city residents incur themselves. Incur. Yeah. I I just, I don't know, but you know, like 
what what they do a lot is through memberships at the history museum or mm-hmm. stuff like maybe there's discounts right. to be had on memberships if you're a city resident or something like that like because you're, you're going to get discounted maybe maybe you get a membership discount if you're a city resident for exhibits like you would get the membership right. price right. or something like that like you get to like right. paint paint on to the mona lisa when it comes um, through that's oh, not know. exactly no what we oh, God. is that a bad Interesting. Mm. You get to ride an elephant if you're a city resident. Yeah. But there are ways, hey. but there are fun. But aren't you, wouldn't you say there are ways to incentivize? Like, I know they've done everything to try to get people like us to start to buy homes, whether it's in Midtown, whether it's where you are, Gardner, in the Central West End or somewhere downtown. Like, wouldn't that be a great way to incentivize people like us, like by allowing us to have certain discounts of perks? For living in the city, like wouldn't that keep yeah, more people in the city if they were treated differently? I guess by the city. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how it would hurt. Is what I would say. <laughs> right. I mean, I. That's a good point. I don't know how. I don't know how that. What that looks like, though. I would have to sit down. Like it almost would be cool. Like if you're a city resident, like you could get a golf cart of some sort that would mm. be able to allow you to transport yourself and your family around parts of St. Louis very conveniently. And it'd be almost very cool if we could, oh, it's crazy that you bring them up. Getaway golf carts. <laughs> Getaway carts, of course, proud sponsor of We Are Live. They certainly know how to take care of you and your mobile needs. If you need oh. a brand new golf cart so you can go take the kids to soccer practice, mm-hmm. pick up your local groceries, Without leaving too big of a carbon footprint, you need to get together with our folks at Getaway Carts. They are absolutely amazing. Look, I got a Getaway Cart for New York. They absolutely transported here to Brooklyn, and I've been able to just get away from the cops at any turn whenever I like when I'm going about my illegal activities. So if you're looking to do those things, Getaway Carts, uh, check them out today. Hashtag Cart Blanche. Big sponsors of the movement. I think wow. you took the getaway part wrong there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, 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 maybe don't not focus so uh, much on the, on the getaway. The getaway part? Okay. Uh, we do have a I question from the comments. Uh, recent guest of We Are Live, and uh, she just did an episode of Mental Health Matters. The very funny Meredith Hopping says, Preach Gardner, have you ever thought of running for public office? No. In the comments? Too many no, 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 well, no, 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 I don't, no. I don't know. I think it's fairly no. pedestrian. I don't have skeletons in the closet, per se, because I try to put them all out of the closet so that if anyone tries to come at me. He's the guy with Halloween me, decorations out all year long. Like, I try to let every bad thing I do out in public so that if I ever did run for public office, that nothing's going to surprise me. Hmm. Like, I don't want to be caught out. Like, oh, I've been trying to hide this thing for a while. So I try to keep it all out. If you want to find it, find stuff about me. It's public record. You can do also, so. You can and do I, will talk, I will talk about it with you, I too. I think a big but, part of being in, in public office is do the powers of be, the puppet, the puppeteers, do they feel you can be gotten to? No, you can be. Big Sugar and Big Menthol, they could back you. Oh, Lydon, and I would And you'd be real quiet. Would you'd have be a real hell quiet. Of a, hell of a stand. I, okay. I don't think public office is necessarily for me. I could be involved. Consigliere. Huh? Like, maybe chief of staff. Like, I'm more of the be a in the mud, be in the muck, mm-hmm. sit in the background, observe, and then make a move. You're a fixer guy. Yeah. He's like the dude on Billions. I can't remember the uh, the name, but every uh, 
Every mogul's got one of you. I don't know if I'm the face of anything. Right. I am you there. You lurk in the shadows. I'm there to help out, though. You I'm lurk not, in the shadows except for one cherry yeah. ember. I'm not, I'm not a great leader. I'm a decent lobbyist mm. uh, with carte blanche mm. and other things. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think that. Excellent, excellent way to back bull, yourself. Bullpen cart lobbyist. <laughs> But I'm a not fake, a fake movement with a T-shirt and a logo. Hey, okay, got it. Got uh, that it. works for a lot of people. That's very true. Yeah, it's not my fault. I'm just adapting to what society presents me. That's a great point. That's all I can Which do. Which makes you more viable to be a yeah. fixer for I'm one just, of these public office situations. I'm just trying to get along with it all. That's mm-hmm. all I'm really trying to do every single day. It's very difficult, but I'm trying. Mm-hmm. But I will be there if someone has the beliefs I have. I will be there to support, and if they needed my help. I would be there to help them for public office, hmm. most certainly. Do you do you have a preference on um, the candidate? Like, who do you want? Do you want to be in the ear? So, re- so here's the thing: Do you want somebody that's charismatic and out there and yeah, on the up and up, or do you want somebody you're going to be able to stay busy? Because let's be honest: if you're the dirt guy for Greitens a couple years back, mm-hmm. you're a busy man. You're out there. Maybe he's a poor example because of how we feel about him. Well, I mean, but do you want a do you no, want a controversial figure, no. or do you want somebody clean? No, I mean, and you it, just, and it you doesn't matter. Them. I would just need to believe what they believe. And the problem with a guy like Greitens is he was a phony to begin with. True. So you're automatically put in a corner because they're complete, you know, phonies. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing genuine about them. It's right. about one thing in particular. Is there enough money in the world to work for someone like that? So I've I've been thinking about <laughs> like yes. why people like and I think at the end of the day we know there are people who would truly do it. But I, I'm I'm wondering like when does it when does it when do you get to that point? Like I know everyone has a price. Like mm-hmm. we would love to be paid X for what we too. currently do. But at the same time, I'm curious as to what brings you to that point. Is it always that that's your going rate? Something had to bring you to being okay with working with someone like Greitens. Something had to bring you to the point where you're okay with working with somebody like Trump. Like, there has to have been something along your career path or in your life that pushed you to this brink of accepting X dollars to perform very immoral tasks. I don't know. It seems like it would just be people that truly worship at the altar of capitalism and their motivation simply mm. is, where's the next dollar? Money. And there's money to be made. That's, that's interesting. And being a phony. And there's money to be made and selling whatever you're selling, even if you don't believe in it, it as long as it can be a... Uh, a way to feed yourself? As long as it can be popular. Uh, well, you can feed yourself in other ways. But see, now when you say feed yourself, you so, yeah, that was the thing. Right, right. But you think you're maybe those people think they're better than that. And in reality, we see what that what happens when that's the case. I mean, we don't I mean, we have empirical evidence to to show us. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the thing like we see, like when and whether it's political, whether it's in business, uh, we've seen it on Wall Street. We all remember the housing crisis, like Mm -hmm. people do some terrible things for a lot of money. But I've always wondered when do you get to that point? And I think a lot of these people, like I'll use maybe Sarah Huckabee Sanders, for example, like she, like she didn't need to, to lie for this president. Like she didn't need to be a press secretary for this president. 
So like she would have been fine working in the private sector. She's got the last name. Like she's got the pedigree. So what was her motivation yeah. to do that job when there really wasn't a financial incentive to do it? Well, I dis- I disagree. You can get she could write books. She could write whatever and she she could have wrote books before she and she would have probably been more reputable to write a book before she stepped into this White House now since she steps out of well, it. Well, there's to, a diff- to you. There's a difference between reputable and also um, profile. Like just being more I don't even know. I don't, Marketable? I don't know. Yeah, Mark. I don't even know I if those profile, are the right words. I think your profile gets your certain profile rungs is bigger, added yeah. to it. I didn't want to say popular yeah. because I don't think right. that's the proper word. No, or yeah, even, yeah. even marketable, right. I don't even know if that's the proper word. Right. But I think we, you say profile, yeah. Your profile grows. You're front of mind in people for good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and in her head or well, others, and then, she and, may think it's all good. And then, too. you know, it's not just dollars maybe in capitalism. It's also power. Yep. I mean. For sure. People's the perks, I think we're seat. discounting the perks that come with being in high, super high level government. I mean, the health care you get with ooh, the favors, the access, senator. the, I, I don't know. It's good. I, but I, my thing is, but to that point, I think a lot of people, once you get good. to that point, like, no, I'm just saying, once you get to the White House, you've been used to a certain level of access. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you don't, like, they don't pick people off the street to work inside the White House. Those are already elite individuals who probably come from elite backgrounds where they don't like, it's not as if, Oh, we're going to pick the nice college girl who grew up like at state campus. And she's going to be our press secretary, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, obviously the Huckabee name. She has a lot of connection, a lot of resources. She's from an elite part of society. So she didn't need access to books, access to power because she already had it. So I'm on trying to understand people's motivation to do certain jobs once they've reached this point in their right. life when they don't need it. Well, I, I just, I think that you're devaluing more that, power, that, that final step. Yeah. Because Pac-Man doesn't stop eating the, the, the dots, man. He just keeps going. That's what Pac-Man does. And that's what these people are doing. They're just going to keep gobbling up. But at a cost, but, but, but my thing yeah. is those things are at a cost. Like, so that's my thing. Like I think Sarah Huckabee could have been say, a, she could have still had those views, but say done it on a Fox News where she still could probably go out in public and not have to worry about people coming up to her while she's at a restaurant. So I'm curious as to was it still worth it, considering she probably still would have had a book deal. She would have lived a nice life. Her family would have been taken care of. But now, because she's connected to this administration and the lives of this president, is it going to be difficult for her to actually live a normal life? Because she will always be haunted by her time in this administration. It depends on I where think she can. It depends on where she lives, on if she's haunted. True. Or not, I guess. Very true. I That's also think she can. Yeah, she Arkansas. Can play. Yeah, I don't know if she lives in Arkansas, but yeah, that would probably make a ton of sense. Yeah. I think she can play ten different roles too, if she wants to. If she's in a in front of a pro-Trump or pro whatever crowd, she can play it up that you know she did her duty. She was there. If she goes to, let's say something does, he finally does it. And people admit that he's a disgrace and he's not a great president and he's kicked out, right? She could also play the thing that says, oh, I got out. I got out finally. I did what I had to do and I got out. I think she's in a, in a position too. And I find her to be super annoying, super gross. And uh, I think she's still in a position that I think this benefits her no matter what she does. Yeah, I don't see her being able to explain it away, though. To whom? Yeah. To people that disagree with her. Oh, well, I don't think that matters to her. Yeah. I think but there's I mean, so many opportunities where people will just all... shake their head and say, right this way, to her. Don't you? No. 
You think the doors are closed to her on her on side some, of things. Are, or you're specifically talking on her side. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I was that's, like, people can be mad at her okay. all they want. There's there's the other half that are like, yeah, come on over. We'd love to have pay you X to speak at our uh, at our. Oh, event. yeah, she'll definitely be able to go on those type of speaker circuits. My thing is, though, like, I, I, and I guess when it comes to legacy, when it comes to what is your lasting impression that you're going to ultimately leave on people, and I, I'm just trying to not necessarily personally get to the root of why people do A, B, and C. I'm trying to understand how people can justify certain actions. Like I said, I understand the financial benefits. Yeah, there you go. Right, and, and that's clearly the case. And then I guess my thing is, like Sarah Huckabee said, like, Tra- like well, does. Travis, look, Travis Terrell, if you're telling me, Travis, I need you to be a spokesperson for the DNC, I need you to be a spokesperson for President Obama, Travis is broke. Travis is a middle-class American with student loan debt. So for me, everything is going to always be looked at from a, not everything, but most things are going to be looked through through a financial spectrum. So if a president comes to me and says, Travis, we'll give you six figures to defend my record, then that's a no-brainer for me. Yeah. I'm curious, like, the types well, like Sarah Huckabee or those who have the means do. who can say, I don't need to do that in order for me to make my nut so why am i truly doing this but you could probably make more nut doing this in mm-hmm. the way you explain True. it away or lie to yourself is and i'm sure we've seen reports on this from uh, involving a number of maybe current staff and former staff members for the president sure. but that it's, it's in some cases they say well he's so out of control i'm doing my duty as an american to somehow keep some sanity there and help out in that way that's i'm do i'm actually being patriotic in this way in terms of how even if i'm lying and she's admitted she like in her particular case she's admitted she's lied Mm -hmm. um even if i'm lying and doing things like this i'm doing it to kind of keep things try to help with this chaos that there is you have no idea that's how you that's how you lie to yourself if you're in that situation and then you take the paycheck and then you move on Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Right. No, nope, makes sense. Uh, Travis, we love your reactions. We actually have uh, some face-off to do. If you could uh, bring it in with your best Nicolas Cage, let's do some face-off. Face. Oh. Oh, my. That's a nice Where is he? What's right. going on? There you go. Here's a little face-off. Nice, so right? How does face-off work, Gardner? Basically, it's just some screenshots that I'm able to grab of the show throughout the previous week. And uh, we just kind of detail a little bit of what was going on on the show. Because sometimes some stuff happens. Mm. This is a frozen one. Okay. Tommy's disinterested, it seems, playing Pokemon. Yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, Tommy. Is Tommy pregnant? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Oh. flex off. Flex off. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is Tommy? What is he working This one looks like Travis's soul is escaping from his body. Oh, that is so cool. Mm -hmm. Um. What's that? Be drinking? Yeah, you're drinking, drinking prophecy, maybe. Oh, oh, look at that! There's something emitting. Oh, it's cold in the house. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. cold in my house. I don't know what happened there. Uh, okay, looks like you're about to receive a. <clears throat> Never mind. Oh, Apparently it was really funny. Yeah, I probably said something hilarious there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was and Sam getting ready to out. slap Tommy. Oh. And this was after the show, and I snapped a picture, and they're just kind of staring awkwardly, both of them. Okay, great. Wait, 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 wait. In that picture, it looks like Tommy's taking a picture of Chris's ass. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, I've been getting trimmed, Trev. It actually, 
With Don't them, knock it till you try it. With them wearing the similar shirts there, it looks like Tommy's like growing out of Chris's shoulder. Mm. A little bit, too. That's the way he meant it to be. Uh-huh. Now you get it. Well, Those are go. good. That's that been face-off. Off. Gardner, great grab, sir. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see what happens this week. Yeah. And let you know next week. Face-off is uh, one of the more important parts of the and show, you, and you I mentioned, appreciate uh, your work on it. Face-off and Travis's opening there. When he did the, uh, we mentioned Nicholas Cage. Off. Big night for me last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you are aware there's a, a thing called Historians at the Movies that goes along. Uh, it happens on Twitter nope. where historians no, pick out I've a never movie. Heard of some, so if you can find your Twitter historians and uh, they start a movie at the same time and they kind of just tweet about the movie. Oh, was, okay. That's kind of cool. I like that idea. And it was their one-year anniversary of starting Historians at the Movies last night. So they went back How'd to the movie go? that launched it all. And uh, they did National Treasure. Oh, dear God. So I was uh, at home watching National Treasure and following along on Twitter with some historians as they tweeted about the movie. It was fun. Anything it was that, fun. Anything upset you? Did they get? Uh, did no. they take it too far? No, they normally just have fun with it. Okay. So that was uh, there was some crossover potential they thought with um, the Fast and the Furious and National Treasure, and uh, one historian pitched the idea of the Fast and the Federalist. So you know maybe that's something mm. that happens. I so, think yeah. I don't. I. <laughs> I love how, how the Fast and Furious movies have just become nothing about cars, <laughs> nothing about racing. It's just, I think that there was a comedian, and I'm sure there are several comedians who've made similar jokes, but there was a comedian just like, at what point did everyone become massive gun experts and mm-hmm. espionage analysts? Like, when, when did everyone find time in their their cars and their spoilers and they're putting 20 inch rims on everything. When did everyone find time to become like spies? Like how did that happen? How did the United States, where are we with our intelligence agencies where they decide to tap some, from some car Hoosier from Southern California (laughs) to help save the world. Like, wasn't this the thing that we arrive here? Dudes who would just like install NOS probably improperly into the Honda Civic. We, there's a a guy who owned a car shop in freaking El Segundo, (laughs) who now apparently is a major spy for the United States intelligence agency. Why? He has has no military background. He's, He's never ran a business. He's never been a manager of a coffee shop. But now he's our biggest intelligence asset. Yeah. What? What's your, what's your best quality? I can put in an automatic car starter like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I'm not even sure that you're equipped to fight. Like, what? Does, what? <laughs> exactly. Like, what classes have you taken? What UFC gym are you in? Why is Vin Diesel the one we're calling on? If you are a spy at the CIA, you have to be pissed. That like, Toretto is getting called to all the cool assignments. Oh. Would they? Would, yeah, would imagine, the Fast like, and the Furious pissed, think about all the years you studied, like going to yeah. Harvard and right. yeah. years of training at the CIA, and then they pick some freaking grease monkey from Southern California to take on the cool, sweet missions to save the world. 
I think I think it finally ends in St. Louis, where he comes and he tries to do his like tough guy act with uh, with like a true hardened criminal from South City or or in the city of St. Louis. He's like, and the guy just shoots him. It's just done. It's like you don't no. speak to me like that. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's not, and that's not how this works. It's a different he's setting. Mid, he's mid speech, and, and, and they're like, we're gonna steal your car. Like this isn't a, like this. You're not a thing. But that's the thing. Like there has to be somebody at the Pentagon, like. Ah, shit. We're not going to be able to... Oh, man. Hey, how about the professional wrestler and the grease monkey? What are they up to? Maybe they can stop this... Maybe they can stop this nuclear warhead heading towards D.C. Listen, like, that's the... Budget cuts have been a bitch. How, they, how are they going to stop them? They got cars. They got this brand new Camry. Right. Uh, they yeah. put a really cool spoiler on it, and it shoots out a missile. Wait, a Camry? What? Oh. Is this yeah, our plan? Oh. Oh. oh, no. Oh, Wait, no. he's going to... He's gonna fly a Camaro through a, a skyscraper. Anyone? Black, Anyone? Black Trained sheep. in O'Fallon, Missouri. Then, if that's the case, black sheep. Uh, My brother had a Camaro. In it. Did he really? Yeah. Black sheep says uh, it, it, it was required in O'Fallon. You either had to have a Camaro or a pickup truck within the family. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Part. Not anymore I, I so much, it. but when we had definitely okay. when we first moved there. Yeah, that was a requirement. The uh, the black sheep says uh, it ends in St. Louis when he drifts into a sea of potholes trying to race. <laughs> Compton Bridge gets him. <laughs> oh, we are We've so- been to Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> Tokyo, all over the world. It wasn't, and a, yeah. And a formerly great Midwest city ruins the whole thing. Yeah, in Southern California, coming from there, it wasn't Compton that got them. It was the Compton Bridge yes, that got them. Exactly. Little did they know. But that's even the funnier part about people who say. Uh, you know, we collect our guns just in case we got to rise up against our government. And I'm like, we have a budget where we spend billions on putting missiles in Camrys. So I think <laughs> we're outgunned no matter what. We are putting automatic rifles <laughs> on Camaros. We're not winning this war. The government has won. They, they are winning 200 to 2. It's, it's ball game. It's like Alabama versus Eastwestern Michigan. Mm-hmm. This is how it plays out. I So, yeah, but I would just be more pissed off if I was like the guy that's been working in the office for 25 years and I finally get on the street and yeah. I can't take it because Dominic Toretto and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are going to, I don't know, take a helicopter and fly through a skyscraper. How they even learned how to do a helicopter? Um, <laughs> maybe the next... You just can't do that. Oh, what the hell? Oh, it's like driving a, Cam- a Camry. Is it? <laughs> maybe the next setting should be... Uh... Oh Maybe it should be at Area 51, where all these uh, allegedly all these people are trying to uh, organize to get 400,000 people mm. to uh, to storm the uh, the government classified research area. Travis, I don't know how much you've uh, followed any of this, but here I will give this uh, on Netflix right now. There's a documentary uh, talking about Bob Lazar, a former uh, engineer researcher who. Who was a whistleblower a long time ago in the 80s and is now he was discredited made to look crazy But now he's actually spoke up and he doesn't look so crazy. He looks very real legitimate Uh, But uh, Bob Lazar speaking to this uh, area 51 issue Gardner um, Oh, he's he's speaking. I have a quote. Okay, let's hear that. Uh, What did he say? It's from Bob Lazar and this is literally like suppose like 400,000 people are into this Everybody's kind of joking about it, but 
It feels real, and the last person to storm Area 51 was just shot on site. Mm -hmm. um, I have to comment on this storm Area 51 thing. Again, this is from Bob Lazar. Uh, I do understand it was started as a joke by someone, but there are a number of people, that, again, Bob Lazar worked in these facilities. There are a number of people who are actually planning on showing up to Area 51. This is a misguided idea. Area 51 is a classified research base. There are no aliens or alien technology located there. The only place there was ever any alien technology was at Site S4, south of Area 51 proper. That was 30 years ago. S4 may have moved decades ago, or it's possible it's no longer being used for the project. I do not support this movement. The last time someone tried to get into Area 51, he was shot. This is not a good way to go about trying to get more information. What is good is the interest in the subject, the science, and the technology. That is what would immediately change the world we live in. Mm. And I, you know who wrote that? E.T. That's bullshit. <laughs> you, think That's they, bullshit. you think they took over Bob Lazar's Instagram look, account? Look, here's what I think actually would happen. I believe the aliens have obviously infiltrated Twitter. And they're creating this movement so they can get the dumbest humans to sign up to raid Area 51 just so they can then test the security measures of Area 51. So naturally, all those people are going to be killed. But that means for the aliens, they can do recon on the security measures at Area 51, setting up for a future invasion down the road. Hmm. I had Brendan Schaefer, friend of the show, text me over the weekend asking, are you storming Area 51 with everyone in September? And I said, no, I'm using it as a decoy to raid Area 54, the real spot where the truth is hiding. <laughs> right. So, you know, I thought about it. Is, so I did have a friend. Uh, what a, what are a we watching chess plan out? Oh, is this a chess match that we don't that we think everybody's just being always, dumb? It's always a chess match. Mm -hmm. um, I did have a friend say he was uh, who's into the, some of the stuff that he was a little disappointed in the Bob Lazar thing. Uh, is it a documentary on Bob Lazar? Because mm -hmm. uh, way the, less insightful than uh, here we go. Brace yourselves. Than his three-hour conversation on Rogan. It just it touches on a bunch of stuff, but he goes well, way, he goes way more in depth on a and again that's how. It yeah, works, it but. was. It, I think his disappointment came from the ending where they were like, they were upfront about stuff that he has not been able to credibly provide to people, mm -hmm. which is documentation of some of his, uh, you know, academics uh, and and some other things like that. So you know the story with that, right? That got erased. It's been confirmed. It's been confirmed. He was at oh the boy. colleges he was at. Oh no, boy. they they went Here into we that go. quite a bit. Well, I mean, this was in the documentary. Well, then what, how would he work? Uh, how would he have oh, worked Chris there? Is, Chris has bought into it because uh, of Rogan. I know. Oh, here Listen. we go. No, here's actually, is no, well, here's it's the thing. No, here's it's super the scary what, on, they've, the what they've deleted. You have to be able to full, like, it's fair to vet. It's fair to vet mm -hmm. because you need to be able to, you can't have people, when things do finally happen, point to like, well, this and this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm to try and take away your credibility because of one instance. So you right. have to vet. And so there are, there are issues with what he says. That reporter even said it that was doing the report on him. Mm -hmm. they were, he was like, this is really strange. Right, and there, but there are other things with him, too. That's sure. not one thing. This is like oh, three I'm or no, four things. That, I'm no Church of Lazar attendee. Right. So those things need to be pointed out, at least, mm -hmm. so that people are aware and can make their own decisions, sure. is what I would say. Sure. And 
you, you can go wherever you want with it. Mm-hmm. But you need to provide people with at least some um, information in that regard to say, hey, if, if you're questioning, it's fair. We need to be skeptics because that's how you get to the truth. You have to. Right. That's how scientific method works. It, here's You present your evidence, yep. and it's challenged by peers yep. over and over and over and over. And if it fails once, then it's not accepted. That's how this has. That's how it wor- works. That's how it has to work. That's how you get to what the actual truth is. For sure. And it's tough to get to sometimes. Especially when the government's uh, rallying against you. Now I will look into that. That you pointed that out. Oh though. my gosh, it's it's insane. Too. Now, and then I, after and, he and did like, a thing, I'm not gonna his take lab that. got raided. Like. Yeah, but I don't take just it being erased by the government and that at face value. I don't. Uh, just and even look, check into it. A but little. I will look into it. It's interesting because again, yes. I do not play well with people like that typically. I'm just like, and I up. get that. Yeah. But he was on Rogan, so there's a bias on Well, of course, him. right. You tie it to it because, <laughs> you know, anything I say, any, anything I say. Hey, you anything you I walked say, into it. Anything I say. You um, did walk into it. It's not it, even man. my fault. You walked right into it. Um, it's not Chris's fault. <laughs> Our friends at Gateway Powder Coating support the show, so that means you support them. You see the beautiful green lights behind me, Travis? They could make. Your patio furniture. Maybe you want some green patio furniture. I don't know. Maybe you want to get wild, but they're fast, durable, and affordable. That's Gateway Powder Coating. Mark and the gang support us for years now, so you support them. Gatewaypowdercoat.com online to see their capabilities. Wonderful folks. Great local St. Louis business supporting us here on We Are Live. So you're going to look into that a little more, Gardner. You're yeah, do I'll a little more research. Yeah, of course. I would say so. Because it's, it's weird to me I like to be that, you're not, uh, that you're not full on with this guy. It's uh, I, I shouldn't say full on. There's always holes to be poked, but uh, it's it seems uh, it's interesting. I'm intrigued. Interesting. Yeah, it have been, but uh, I I think you need to to be honest with people. You have to also be honest about the limitations and how some of the information is delivered. For sure, uh, Travis. Do you Gardner. think? Do we think we're at the point though? Do we think we're at the point where? where everything's on the table as far as the truth coming forward. So I just feel like we talked about perfect storm. We talked about the guy in the funeral. We talk about the guy with the funeral, right? So a lot of things had to happen all at once in order for that to happen. Chris pointed out he had to have been obviously out of town. He had to be an individual that was somewhere rural, like some place where he didn't have technology or a cell phone. And he wasn't a person that checked Facebook. Like a lot of things had to come together in order for the truth to ultimately come forward. And I wonder with something like this Area 51 thing, considering who's currently in the White House, considering how we've seen some crazy things happen and be exposed on social media and through Facebook and Twitter and Reddit, are we getting to the point where either in a tantrum, Trump's going to tell us, (laughs) or he's going to not be paying attention to his email being open Mm. one day while he's doing a, a press conference? Like, is there, are we looking at a situation where we're closer than ever? To discovering that the United States government has information about life beyond this planet. Does it help him get reelected? I oh shit. That's or a does point. it even have to be real? Can it be a false flag that allows him to say we have to unify within the country because here's what we're up against? And it doesn't even have to be real necessarily. It can be a false flag. Mm. Government's done that before course you know what that's a see that but see yeah see now you're on to something so then it's not the truth though okay now we're it's just, not the yeah, truth yeah. but but see now, think about you because you're right now 
Because now we're in that ballpark. So now we're but in the frame of mind of Rudy Giuliani news. told me truth isn't truth. Mm. So what is a lie? But I'm saying we I think we are three to six months away from that being a viable campaign strategy. That Trump either is going to use the information that's like you either reelect me or I will leak this information, or as yeah. Gardner just pointed out, I will create this fake war with an alien race and see how people react that and that's why space force has been created yes yes because if you're a democratic candidate you ain't been talking about space force there it is only one person in this entire race that has been talking about space force and that's donald trump aliens he could ultimately go robert moot you can't impeach me how can i be impeachable i got aliens they're outside i gotta take care of them and we knew all along it's been right in front of us all along that illegal aliens would decide the 2020 election yeah, yeah. How about that? I mean, he has the means to pull this off. We're either going to get no answers or we're going to get a bunch of fake answers with a little truth. But I think we're closer than ever than finding out alien life and how long they have existed here well, on this planet. And I said on Friday that the Catholic Church is preparing itself because they're going to have to find a way to stay relevant when this finally does happen because it's going to challenge a lot of faith. And it's going to, in, in multiple religions, probably they're going to have to they're going to have to deal with this at some point. And I don't know how. Is that, is that the part of the that. season where we're at? Are we at like season seven of Game of Thrones currently in our existence as humans? We're like, look, man, we got about eight episodes left. Let's just get to the good stuff. Let's get to the aliens. Let's get to the <laughs> and they're monsters. Like, no, but Let's it's like to- <laughs> no, but it's like here's what's happening because we talked about it with Game of Thrones. God and all these other people, they got some other projects yeah, going on. They really so they're do. just trying to rush this one through. <laughs> like, this one's almost over. Like, we got some other God's shit like, going yeah, on. I'm working on my second Earth right yeah. now. I got a six year deal look, with Second look, Earth. Yeah, yeah, Second Earth, you know, these assholes are flying around in space already. You guys are still, you can't even He's can't figure out what to fucking eat each day. God's talking to you. You guys are uh, eating Tide Pods. I got, yeah. I got somewhere else. You're to eating eat. fucking Tide Pods and you're kicking bottle caps <laughs> off of yeah. water. And, yeah. you know, I got other people that are going from planet to planet. What the fuck happened here? They're still arguing over if they should season chicken a certain way. Yeah. My God. <laughs> My me. What's happening? And the raisins and the potato salad. God. Are you kidding me? Mm. And boy, did they jump the shark in season six. Yeah. So, black president? Give me a break. No, who has a black president? Let's reset this and just Crazy. go the So, yeah. It, uh, I think it's like they got a, we are got other projects we going on. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. We're Other projects. Season eight of Game of Thrones. They're just going to be a bunch of dramatic disappointment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're so enlightened now. They're elected a black president. Hey, I got other projects. I need to quick this. I need to get this through here real quick. How do we end this? Okay, right. I got it. Here's how we do it. Um. Uh, what was the? He what was, was the dreaming the whole time. Up Israel. <laughs> what was the point of setting up the entire Israel-Palestinian timeline? Yeah. What was that necessary to the story? Yeah. If you're it just going to do away with it. It never got resolved, did it? Never got resolved. It never got resolved. Yeah. I don't understand it. Mm. The tax returns, they never got around to the tax returns. <laughs> they never talk about that again. What happened? They, was, really... they introduced the tax returns in season four and season eight. They never mentioned it again. Uh, well, and, and, you know, you could have just ended it. And, like, you have the guy, the kind of the, the trendy God, and he's ta- or apostle or whatever, and he's talking to God, and he's like, listen, I told you. 
end it after World War II. Uh, Judas. That was that was the best we could have ever done. <laughs> Judas was kind of an iconoclast, you know. <laughs> right. He ran away. I mean, he did deny him a number of times. <laughs> yeah. There's all this stuff. They said they were going to have flying cars by the year 2000. Yeah. These fools. Why? Yeah. Oh, that's too they bad. let I OJ mean, out of jail. What kind of what kind of show is this? They let OJ out. Yeah. That was like that was the best part of the story. That he I was gave in jail. them nuclear oh, power and other 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 people, not here on Earth, but other creations of mine, used it to fly throughout the universe. They used it to blow each other up. I will say this though, it was right about fireworks. Turns out the closest that was thing, dope. the only interpretation they appreciated was Matthew McConaughey screaming Murph in, in, in Interstellar. Like you know that McConaughey. They were guy pretty had close it. in Interstellar. They, they was they was on they was on to something. They almost had it. They should have fallen you, through. Yeah, and then the apologists. If you'll just give them two more seasons, we think they're going to be able to create a new planet. <laughs> there it is. I think we figured it all, all right. out. There's where we are. Uh, that is it uh, for the content side of things. Do we end on that? Do we just cut it? I think it's been a great show. I say we say thanks to the sponsors and hit it, unless you want to do a quick round of the uh, old school fair foul trap. Up to you. See our call, kids. We'll just I'm wrap just now. here to be a fly on the wall as I head towards greatness. Well, we're really we're rooting for you. I hope uh, it takes you long and far, and I hope I'm the only white guy that you hire onto your staff. You better hurry. Uh, we're writer. almost over. We're almost we canceled, We are so Travis. close to being canceled. <laughs> like Earth, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, uh, for Travis in New York, for Gardner here back at the studio at Midcoast Media, uh, one more shout-out to all of our great sponsors like Pet Wants, St. Louis West, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, other wonderful folks like hillside animal hospital that we talked about earlier huge thanks to all of them huge thanks to all of you for tuning in today if you haven't yet subscribe and uh, rate us on itunes that helps us out a lot we need to get up to 100 reviews and we're really close so keep that moving travis great luck today we're out and back live tomorrow at 8 a.m we'll see you then peace